Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, August 17th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Arcade AMA, hosted by the Full Spend Yacht Club. Let's take a listen. Hey, how's it going? Good, my man. What's up? How are you? Doing good, doing good. Excited for today. Definitely. Same here. Long overdue. I feel like I don't think we've ever hopped on a Spaces call together. This is certainly the first, which is exciting. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that is exciting stuff. Both of us have been around forever, man. Building in the Kadena ecosystem since since day one. For real, it's long overdue. Definitely. All right, let's wait for more people to trickle in and then we can get started. Perfect, yeah. Hopefully it's not like too early or too late for you. I don't know where you are in the world. I'm in Colorado, so... Uh, Nice, nice. Perfect time for me. Yeah. yeah. So you're, uh, was it Central Mountain Time or what do they call it there? Mountain Standard or Mountain something Standard. like that. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. California based, so perfect time for us too. Nice, nice. Yeah. You guys have had so many uh, updates to your guys' projects since the last time I've checked in with you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we like we kind of went through a rebrand. It just felt natural um especially with so everything that we're doing with like a launch pad marketplace nft collection games <laughs> so we're like all of this kind of fits under an arcade uh so yeah yeah no it does it works very well yeah appreciate it yeah so we we felt like it was the right time to rebrand and especially with idl coming up in a couple of weeks here that's exciting i'm 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 eager to ask you guys questions about that yeah, we're excited for it. Suck. I mean, you you can't unless you have like a an offshore friend that can help you participate. But uh, we're all California based, so we can't even participate in our own IDO. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it. Gotta love yeah, it. Right. But hey, you're, you're doing it for the people. Yeah, it's funny because you get community members asking how they KYC, and you're like, you know, I wish I went through the process, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I've never done it myself. So. Uh, let's work through it together <laughs> hey it's good though that you guys are doing it you know the proper way taking care of what you need to you know yeah thanks thanks excited to learn more about full spend too man you guys finally started ramping up you're minting soon right get my hands on a full spend yep. yacht otter a yachter <laughs> yep <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, we've been working hard. It's been, you know, we have a relatively small uh, uh, core team compared to most projects. And, you know, that has its benefits, it has its drawbacks. But in the end of the day, we're going to be able to put more, you know, hashing power into people's hands and use less for developments. And, you know, yeah, no, it's that's awesome. working out quite well. I mean, the world of mining is such, uh, it's kind of, daunting to a lot of people to you know mine on their own so to have a project that you know puts mining in the hands of the people makes it accessible for everyone i think it's huge for Kadena and just for like crypto in general so what you guys are doing you know shout out to you kudos to you i appreciate it i mean that's the goal you know decentralize mining further yep yep so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing how I can get in on the mining, get some passive income, maybe, maybe uh, add some some mining rewards to our KDA or our RK Treasury. You know, we've talked about it internally, but we haven't really explored it because if we feel like there's just so much we need to learn before we dive into that world of um, mining, and then the you know 
the hash power, yeah. uh, everything that comes with something, it. Yeah, something that we're actually uh, pushing for and trying to ensure that we can do is project hosting. So instead of having to like buy one of the NFTs, you can just uh, you know buy uh, any amount of miners at cost during one of our orders. So you get into the bulk rates, even if you want to, you know, just buy one, two, don't have to worry about, you know, getting up to 50 or whatever to get the right. max discounts. And then uh, we're going to be developing, uh, you know, just smart contracts that govern uh, withholding funds for, uh, you know, paying power, paying for the upkeep and the eventual replacement of the miner. So, you know, hopefully with that, we'll be able to, create an easy way for other projects on Kadena to, uh, you know, get into mining with, with ease and have access to, you know, the bulk rates and all the great things that come along with being at a, you know, full scale, uh, mining facility. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And do you guys, you guys announced the mint date? Yeah. So we're going to do a pre-sale on October 22nd. Uh, that's what we're aiming for. And then, uh, it's a, it's a lot. Uh, I don't know if you're ready to jump in yet, but <laughs> yeah, more than happy to if you guys want to. Awesome, yeah. Well, for uh, our pre-sale, we're going to be taking uh, the so we're going to be selling two thousand uh, NFTs, pre-sale NFTs, at uh, two ninety nine a piece. And what we're going to actually do is uh, fill up my current mining facility with all of the my uh, funds, and you know, buy miners to fill it up. And then uh, we're going to have like a two to three month period where we use the funds from those miners to finish uh, some of the developments and get started on our full scale data center. And we're going to do that as a way to kind of be a little bit more profitable. And instead of using mint funds to, you know, develop and finish developments, we'll be able to use the income from the miners and still have an asset that's producing KDA for everybody. And, you know, that saves, you know, five to 10% of mint funds where, you know, we'll have miners at the end of it. And it's pretty cool. So that's what we have planned so far. We don't have the official uh, mint date, but we were aiming for a pre-sale on October 22nd. Nice, nice. And then do you have like a mining partner or what kind of miners are you going to buy? Yeah, so we've been, you know, kind of talking with a bunch of the mining manufacturers. So we have uh, stuff set up with Gold Shell. We have stuff set up with Ibolink. We also have stuff set up with uh, Fast Miners with the K300s. And so currently, uh, we're actually going to be doing, um, we're looking into doing immersion mining so that we can overclock our miners and also get a little bit more, you know, life out of them. Because the uh, the immersion mining does a lot of great things for the miners, and so yeah, we're we're looking to do that. And there's a lot more support currently for the uh, gold shell uh, KD maxes, KD sixes, all of those uh, yeah. over the Ibolinks. However, the Ibolinks are a little bit more. Uh, you get more hash rate per dollar with them, so we're kind of looking into. Uh, currently you know trying to see if we can develop the overclocking software and uh other things we need for the immersion like flow plates uh different stuff like that and then we're gonna see if we can you know overclock the uh i believe k1 maxes i believe they're called and so yeah we're we're pretty sure we're going to be either going with uh gold shell or i believe Nice, nice. I mean, a lot of that was gibberish to me because, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the world of mining is not something that I've dived uh, into yet. But yeah. I mean, if it's as easy as buying an NFT and then having access to the rewards from the miners and not wor having to worry about overclocking and um, cooling plates and the facility, you said, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, you already have a facility yourself. So you don't even have to worry yeah. about finding one. Uh, I do have a facility, but it won't be enough to hold our full scale. So we are going to develop a bigger one. However, we're going to launch uh, our pre-sale into my current facility. Nice, nice. So yeah, just, you'll, you'll scale from there. 
Exactly. And, you know, it'll be a good chance to do proof of concept, uh, you know, test out our dashboard, give some people a little bit of a discount and some early access for, you know, being early supporters. And so we're looking forward to it. Nice. No, that's exciting stuff. I, I have a question for you guys. Yeah, definitely. So you guys are doing an IDO. And uh, do you have a date for that? Registration's on the 29th, so 12 days from nice. now. And then whitelist sale is on the 5th. I believe it runs for 24 hours. Uh, and then the KDL sale for people that um, lock their KDL is the day after. And then I believe that runs 24 hours, and then it goes to the uh, fair distribution round. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, I know I've heard in some of you guys' spaces and just around that the there's going to be some interesting kind of utilities with the uh, arcade and whatnot with those tokens, right? Yeah, it's kind of a lot. So uh, I, I try to like keep it very brief on calls. Uh, if anyone wants to kind of dive into our white paper, it just breaks down all of the utility of the arcade token. Um, it's like a 10 page, very, very simple read. We didn't want, you know, didn't want to uh, make it like this very complex dissertation <laughs> that we see. In other Go ahead and give stuff. them a too long didn't read version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the too long didn't read version. <laughs> so basically, um, the, Ar- the arcade token is going to power our arcade platform. So right now, the arcade platform consists of our marketplace, where you can currently buy and sell 80s bulls. Uh, we minted those out on June 10th. And we will be integrating our Launchpad project, which is the other part of the arcade platform, in the coming weeks here. So we currently have the Komodos, Lazy Apes, and KDA Punks all minting on our Launchpad. They've all been a part of the Kadena community for months now. They're all, you know, very well-known, respected projects. We've spoken to their founders, and they all have long-term visions for their projects so we we're very comfortable launching them helping them launch helping them grow the ecosystem and integrating them into the marketplace and potentially into the game after mint and then pending the approval from part, the projects but yeah sorry yeah, I didn't pending that. Their approval um and the third part our kind of staple is our arcade itself right so the arcade when we first created it we used as a way for people to earn whitelist spots for our 80s mint. Uh, they would earn these whitelist spots by hitting different high scores in the game. Hitting those high scores earn stars, and then those stars, uh, I think it was 50, earn 50 stars, you get a whitelist spot, right? Um, and we're also running a giveaway of $2,000 worth of arcade for people that earned 100 plus stars. So for every 100 stars you earn, you get a raffle ticket. Uh, and you can earn up to 10 raffle tickets. So say you have earned a thousand stars over the last six months, you have 10 raffle tickets for post IDO. When we do draw uh, the winners for that, it'll be three winners. The top prize is a thousand dollars worth of arcade. And then the next two prizes are $500 worth of arcade each. Um, but post IDO, we're going to transition the stars from earning whitelist spots to actually earning arcade. So we haven't announced the swap rate exactly yet, uh, but you'll be able to play, um, Super Bowl, the game that we just teased two days ago. If you guys want to check it out on our page? Uh, I can pin it here shortly, uh, but let me just get through this quick spiel. (laughs) Um, yeah, so Super Bowl, uh, you'll be able to like, unlock new levels find easter eggs kill enemies uh and all of those will help you earn stars we'll also have a weekly challenges dashboard so it's like oh hey the weekly challenge this week is kill 50 enemies in x amount of time you know if you and if you complete that weekly challenge you earn 10 stars and then you can earn those stars take them into our star marketplace and trade them for arcade so you can play and earn stars playing Super Bowl. And then we're going to polish all of our other classic games. So the ones that everyone have come to know and love in our arcade, Snake, Tetris, Pong, Asteroids, you'll be able to earn stars in those as well and go and trade them for arcade. Then you can take that arcade. You can mint a project on the launch pad. You can go into the marketplace, snag 
one of the NFTs on the marketplace, whether it's a bull, a Komodo, punk, an ape, or future projects, or you can lock your arcade. And depending on how much fun points you have, you'll be rewarded 0.5% of all marketplace transaction fees. So our marketplace, every uh, transaction accrues a 2.5% fee. And 0.5% of that is set aside to pay out people that lock their arcade and have accrued a certain amount of fun points. So the fun points themselves, we really wanted to incentivize active users on the marketplace. So every time you transact with the marketplace, whether that's minting, buying, or selling an NFT on the arcade marketplace, you earn a fun point. So the more you interact with, the higher your payout is from those marketplace fees. Because we really, really want to both incentivize and reward the people that are really, really active in the market and keeping it healthy and thriving, right? Without the community, there is no marketplace. There is no launch pad. So we really, really focus on rewarding them. And then we have the coin op side. So if you own an 80s bull, or one of the bulls that are being airdropped for uh, IDO participants, you earn a percentage of the coin op treasury. So the coin op is where you can wager, uh, whether through coin flip or roulette, and all the house funds will be paid out to those people that own a bull. So we really, really want to incentivize and reward people across the board like whether you like nfts or not uh we understand so it's just not some people's cup of tea right they'd rather invest in a token they'd rather transact with the token and use a token with utility so we want to reward people that have arcade and there are other people that love nfts that will mint 100 plus shout out c-rock <laughs> you know that really really show support through you know their nft like they love the artwork they love to support their nfts uh they'll mint the nfts on the launch pad so we want to reward those people as well so we think there's something for everyone and then there's something for people that love the play to earn aspect i love playing games and there's something for people that love to just like transact on the marketplace buy trade flip that are very very savvy when it comes to that so I know that's a lot. I do. I feel like I do this on every call where I just go on like this five minute rant, <laughs> just rapid fire information. But please, I like I highly encourage everyone to read the white paper because it puts it uh, much more succinctly than I do. <laughs> yeah, and just just to kind of piggyback off of what Cody slash Alof said, um, I'm Patrick, also known as Snow within the Discord server, server and Telegram and all that. So feel free to at me whenever. Um, just to kind of add one thing too in that 25 minute spiel that he just did. Um, we want to also bring up projects with us. Oh, you muted. Oh, yikes, I don't know what happened. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> what I was saying though, is uh, just to add to what Alof said, we essentially just want to bring up people with us. So independent creators, artists, people within the ecosystem, all of that. So a major part of why we even did the launch pad too was because we had people messaging us in regards to like, hey, how do we launch a project? Could you help us? So from there, we had an internal discussion and realized that we had something else there. And we sat down, we brainstormed, we sketched out everything that we have, and we found a way to fit it all in. So our launch pad is not only for someone that has a 10,000 plus collection, because um, Cadena can't even handle that right now, just due to the market and conditions. But it's for people who might want to get into the space that have an idea that might not have a direct sense of utility quite yet, but they have ideas they want to implement. And that's kind of what our launchpad's here for, because we want the ecosystem to grow. We want to support projects and we want to support creators as well. So if you have an idea, you have anything you want to run by us, we're always open. We have a partnership collab or a partnership and collab thing within our Discord server, as well as just a general inquiry one. So we're always we're always open. We're always willing to help someone out. Um, even if you don't know what you want to do quite yet, we're always willing to offer insights or incentive. And uh, we just want to see the eco ecosystem grow. So I just wanted to add that in there. Sorry. That's so awesome. I love that. And it, it you know all of it has utility. All of it makes sense. It sounds fun. It's rewarding. It's everything you want. I know uh, full spend already has a a bull in our pre pre treasury <laughs> and yeah that's um, awesome it, so you, is this riley 
This is. Oh, hey, bro, you are <laughs> in our Discord all the time. Showing off your bowls, bro. Shout out to you. Shout out, Shout out bro. <laughs> yeah, Riley, you, you Riley's been it. a day one supporter, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you so guys' project. So. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, man, we're just trying to have fun with it. That's why we're arcade.fun. That's why the domain is fun. Like, that's why when you go into an arcade or when you went into an arcade as a kid, like, you were going to have fun. You know, and I feel yeah. like in the in the world of crypto, um, unfortunately, like a lot of people have been jaded, been wrecked uh, in that sense of like discovering new technologies, discovering new ways to earn. Uh, it kind of it gets left on the wayside because or people get dissuaded because they they see all of these horror stories. Uh, and we really, really wanted to like recapture the fun aspect of you know discovering a new technology or discovering a new game playing games and then the rewards are just an added incentive right uh like some people we want people to go into playing super bowl without the idea of like hey how do i earn stars how do i grind for stars um we want to get rid of that grinding aspect uh that's the reason we implemented the arcade in the first version first uh place right we didn't want people to just grind in discord like some people enjoy that and that's totally fine but other people just don't have the time to grind you know they have nine to five jobs or they just have other priorities and we realized that because that's where we were right we were all working nine to five jobs and we saw so many really cool projects that we wanted a chance to mint but we couldn't because we just didn't have the time to put into discord grinding and uh, earning a whitelist spot, right? So we're like, yeah, let's, I let's, that. yeah, we're like, let's try to make it fun. And what, how, what's more fun than playing Snake or Pac Man and earning a whitelist spot? You know, not having to worry about do I have enough time to do this <laughs> uh, today? Uh, so that's really what we set out to do, and that's kind of been our ethos from the beginning, and that's what we're going to really, really focus on when we're developing this game. Uh, and eventually when we onboard beta testers, we want them to have fun, you know, like if the beta testers come to us and say, Hey, this level's too grindy or, you know, this level's too, we want it to be challenging. Yes. Yeah, so we have to find that balance, but like, Hey, this level is just like impossible. You know, it's, it's, I don't want to play this. <laughs> like we don't want people that go into Super Bowl saying, Oh, like shit, like I got to do this, <laughs> you know, here we go again. <laughs> We want them to go like, all right, let me have fun. Let me try to earn some reward. Let me try to kill some enemies. Uh, like playing like, like Super Mario, uh, side yeah, no, classic I, games. I uh, feel like I feel like gaming. You know, it it creates a a different kind of attachment when you're having fun and enjoying it. It's you know, it's super interactive and you know, it's I I I just you know I like that. I've grew up gaming and so. I yeah. I really I really love that. Yeah, and yeah. it's a good focus, you know. Definitely, and then we do want to have a competitive aspect to it, right? Like we're going to implement a leaderboard because we know people have just a competitive fire within them, and they want to see themselves at the top of the leaderboard, uh, just like at a real arcade, right? To like be able to enter your name in the leaderboard, right? That was such a great feeling. Um, so we really, really want to mimic and mirror the, the emotions of entering a real arcade. And that's, that's, that's so cool to think about like, yo, you're not just on a leaderboard in your local arcades machine. You're on a leaderboard that's etched into the blockchain forever. I love that. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, no, you are on the Cadena arcade leaderboard. You're your name is etched into it, right? Uh, across the chain web, <laughs> which is really cool. And that's what we're shooting for here, you know? Um, Do you guys so, have, uh, like, any kind of Easter eggs or perks for, you know, being in the top of the leaderboard? Oh, we haven't. We Our first uh, goal is to really, really integrate the NFT traits themselves. So, like, if you have a bull with a crown, you can equip that crown on your bull in game. So right now there are only nine crowns on the 1980 bulls that were minted in June. So 
if you have a crown, like, you know, that's a rare item. I have it equipped on my bull. I can take screenshots, show it off. Uh, but we haven't discussed uh, extra rewards and incentives for top of the leaderboard, but that's definitely something that we want to implement down yeah. the line. We want, to, we want to reward those that are the best, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we've talked about small things like Easter eggs, but nothing that's really stuck out to us yet. Like as much as we want to be like, yeah, you can scan yourself into your NFT that you own through a wallet and play in first person view like Crash Bandicoot on a 4K, we're just not there yet. So we're like, let's master these basics first. And then once we get the basics down, once we get these like assets or attributes down, I should say, of your NFTs that you own, we build off there and then everything else is going to come naturally. But if we just get in too deep or we're like, let's do this with the first whatever, it's just a recipe for disaster internally, just with like kind of the way that we plan things from the beginning. But it's definitely on the table. We just don't have any alpha for you quite yet with that since we're just trying to focus on the integration of the NFTs at the moment. Heck yeah, something to look forward to though. That'll be exciting to see, you know, what what comes of that. Are yeah, you guys yeah. gonna like are are you guys gonna have uh like if other projects develop games that they can host it on in the arcade? We've talked about that as well. We've talked about it with our projects yeah. on the launch pad. Um like right now, again, our main focus is developing our internal game and making sure it's bulletproof because when you do introduce the earning aspect, you want to make sure there's no exploits. There's no way of someone to just like drain our treasury by earning a million plus stars through some bug in the game, right? So we're going to have a full auditing process. Uh, we're going to have beta testers. So expect the release of our game in i would say q4 and then after that we're going to use it as a use case iterate upon it and then begin uh exploring integration of other launchpad projects whether it's in our game or whether it's their own custom game right so just to use um komodos as an example because they're minting on our launchpad say they wanted a lizard based game where you're a, a Komodo that's like slithering through a jungle and collecting stars, you know, <laughs> something like that. If they really, really wanted to develop a game like that, we would absolutely help them develop that. And we would absolutely integrate that into our arcade because at the end of the day, just to go back to mirroring a real life arcade, you walk into the arcade, there's not only just one game you can play, right? You could go play Pac-Man. You can go play, uh, hoops, like you go play Super Mario. There are so many different games, whether it's a sports game, a shooting game, a side-scroller game, um, a Candy Crush style game. It's all there, right? So we want we want people to have options to earn in the arcade because we understand it's not one size fits all, right? Like Some people are going to enjoy Super Bowl and other people aren't. Like we can't make everyone happy. We know that. But if they have other options that are enjoyable, then it's a win-win. Heck yeah, that's exciting. And I, I think that's smart. Uh, another question I have is, uh, do you guys have plans for like a <laughs> Street Fighter type uh, side-scrolling game? Because that would be fun. Oh man, Street Fighter 2 is like the second highest grossing arcade game of all time. I feel like we'd be doing arcade gaming a disservice if we weren't to implement something like that in the future <laughs> it's just uh, we get so excited <laughs> about it because we we have these conversations internally all the time because there's so much we can do with this and we know like this arcade is it we're building this for 5 10 20 plus years from now right this is like a, a web 3 arcade this is the future of gaming right the transition from web 2 to 2.5 to 3 and there's just so many paths that we can take and there's so many ways to scale it. And that's one way to do it. We can introduce a Street Fighter game where, heck, we, I think Patrick mentioned this on another call. Like, hey, what if the, we had like a Super Smash Bros style game with all the launchpad projects? Yeah. <laughs> of, of both fighting a Komodo, fighting a Lazy Ape. <laughs> <laughs> like... like uh, these are all things that we talk about. Like we have so many wild conversations today. Like if I posted a screenshot in discord of my like phone log, you would see the amount of time we spend on FaceTime with one another. If we're not together, just brainstorming and talking about things, which is super fun. But 
a thing that I kind of wanted to backtrack on just like a, a couple sentences was the Komodo aspect of them wanting to do like kind of like a lizard game, slithering through collecting stars. That's also another reason why we're like, let's incorporate these projects because maybe it creates a bigger demand for a second mint for these guys down the line, or maybe their community are like, oh my God, I'd love to see like a standalone game type thing. So we're like, we can kind of throw an alley-oop and like they can catch it and then they can kind of do what they want with it if they decide to want to go the gaming route. And if they decide that they want to focus on something else, like maybe embedded gaming or some form of like embedded utility, because a lot of these projects, they have other plans that might not be gaming right away. But we just we offer like another avenue, kind of like we did, where it's like, hey, we do gaming, but we also are a launch pad and we also are a marketplace and we're also meme makers. Like there's a ton of things that like we do that aren't necessarily arcade specific. We're also regions. Oh, yeah, I'm a I'm a sicko, <laughs> but that's a whole other story. Um, Dude, I love that though. I love that, and it it's it's like it seems like you guys are actually genuinely passionate about it. Like, uh, I, I love that you guys are making uh, making me want to launch on your launch pad so we can get an otter in our uh, uh, Kadena fighter. <laughs> Bro, please oh, do, man. Awesome. We would love we would love it. Um, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> We're getting. I'm already, I'm already thinking of the attacks. <laughs> I'm thinking of all the the specials, everything the combos. Hit us with an Throw, an <laughs> Throw some wood at us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just to kind of also, this reminds me too of like the exploit conversation. This is also another reason why we feel like it's an extremely important. If you look back at the arcade business model, sure, like tickets can be manipulated. We understand that. Like there's probably some snot nosed kid that just crawled into the basketball machine at Chuck E. Cheese and is just throwing balls in the hoop and getting tickets, right? Like we, we're aware this happens. But with us, it's like one of those things where if we allowed a direct import from like, hey, you're playing, you found an exploit, now you can yeah, you can get arcade, that kind of can devalue and essentially mess up the, econ- the economics of our project. So having stars as a buffer between the two of those is one of the things that we really wanted to emphasize on because we needed to create that buffer where it's like, hey, we understand that this may have been an exploit, but something that we may have talked about like very briefly technically on another call is that each star itself, It's you, you may see the stars just on your thing in a Web2 format, but each one of those stars also kind of has a timestamp within there. And that timestamp kind of is a good indicator of like exploit and all of these things. So it's like if someone gained 100,000 stars from playing for 42 seconds and hey, we know like, hey, there's something up with these tickets. We need to actually like look into this, go back, and we cannot accept these when, they're, when the time comes to like transfer over to arcade. Granted, uh, oh my God, it keeps muting. Granted, there's a lot of avenues to that, but um, that's just kind of one of the security parameters that we put in place and that we really wanted to be transparent with about the community because the play to earn business model itself is amazing if you do it right. But for us, we want to really focus on play and earn because we want that buffer between the two. So we've really cut back on exploit and manipulation and all of those things like that the gaming industry can be plagued with at times. Because glitches, bugs, all that are just, it's bound to happen. It's just part of development. Nothing is perfect on version one. We're like any developer will tell you that. But constant yeah. integration, constant fixes, just constantly updating over time and pivoting. That's like what we really focus on as our standard. So uh, these sneak peeks and stuff that you're seeing now, Street Fighter's not out of the picture. Like who knows? Maybe Q4 we're <laughs> over here scanning, scanning each like we don't know, but like, you know, just there's a lot to come. Yeah. That's so exciting though. Just to like kind of build on that that's why we also we we spoke to sefi on monday and he had a really really great uh question and insight into uh game balancing mechanics when you introduce um attributes that are aren't only cosmetic but adjust like power traits uh i think i was listening in during this but continue and i love that I love that he brought that up because that's something that we spoke about internally a lot. And we understood that, Hey, the balancing mechanics of these triple a games to sustain them and to iterate upon them is a very, very tall task. And yeah, especially, especially to not like, uh, devalue say you uh, buy in and start playing and you earn an item today you don't want to release items that are just going to completely devalue the people who exactly, got them exactly. years people, ago people chasing yep. the meta right I, I don't know yeah. if 
people that play Warzone out there, but there's always that one or one or two guns that are the meta that completely devalues every other gun. And in the world of like, you know, web two gaming and gaming nowadays, that's not an issue because you have developers and you have teams strictly dedicated to tweaking that balance and making sure it's right. But when you introduce a non-fungible token that exists on the blockchain and cannot be changed, that completely changes the dynamics of balancing, right? How are you going to burn that token and reintroduce a new one? If that token belongs to someone, it's not yours anymore. It is their property. So if it's not balanced correctly, there's no way for you to correct that balance without introducing something entirely new. So that's something that we really took into consideration. And that's why we went with the cosmetic route. And we think that's the future until someone really comes in and finds the sweet spot of like machine learning and non fungible tokens and how you can seamlessly upgrade them. Um, We think cosmetic is the way to go. And really, really, we're looking forward to when someone does come up with a way to introduce like power ups through NFTs. but we understand that that is a tall task <laughs> in our yeah. team of three guys right now. Or <laughs> we're, we're humble enough to understand that that is not a task yeah. for us to tackle. <laughs> and just, just to also add to all of that and kind of to go back to the Cephi call that we had earlier this week, I, I think it's public knowledge now. And if not, I'll kind of mention it here, but a big reason why Ethereum even got created is because Back in the day when when uh, the founder was playing WoW, he literally woke up one day and the game became imbalanced because they got rid of one of his spells on his character. And that's when he realized that centralized services were just like, like someone could just take something away from you in an instant that you grinded for forever, right? So it's a it's an interesting story. If you look it up, um, you should see it. But basically, he woke up one day and like his primary spell of like his warlock, I think, was completely removed the game was imbalanced and he quit the game shortly after that and that's ultimately how he got into crypto and for me i come from like the diablo 2 world where a lot of people were mad about like they created an armor called an enigma because all the other characters weren't able to teleport and this was just super overpowered and imbalanced the game but i thought it made it stronger but then they added two new classes and those characters had like a ton of skills that the other classes like it wasn't fair so that was also a use case and thing that we talked about internally too, was just like balance and mechanics are so important. It's really hard to mess those up on a side scroller, but doing cosmetic things is a very safe bet because there's items in a game when you go in there and there's no bigger flex than walking in with like a polar bear on fire or something. And everyone's like, how, how do you have that? Like, I, I don't understand. So for us, we're like, I'd like to know, I'd like to know where you got a polar bear on fire as your example of choice. Please tell me there's like a reference. This is a, this is a this is a safe space. We're not going to discuss the childhood demons right now, but um, yeah, yeah, you know, um, polar bear on fire is the most insane attribute. Lo- I, I think it exists, though. I think it might exist. Like, In what game? I, World of Warcraft. Really? Wow. I think I believe it. Wow, no. That's that's so cool, though, that uh, you guys kind of got into crypto from gaming as well. That's uh, actually how I did too. I'm I'm oh, a RuneScaper, nice. <laughs> so oh, and there was so much real world trading where you would sell the gold in the game, gold in the game, and items in the game, and it's like they were basically NFTs off of a blockchain. And I know that like in the Cephi talk, you guys were talking about selling characters and all that stuff. It's like you know, it's it's it just leads you right into crypto, you know. Yeah, it's like that world exactly. of Web 2. I, I like to call it the world of Web 2.5 because it's like a great mixture of, you know, that the gaming that we grew up with. Uh, those in-game economics have been around for decades. Like, you could go back to the... Sefi was mentioning he sold, I forgot, EverQuest. He sold his EverQuest character on eBay for a record price back in the day. You know, it's been around. It's just now... We're integrating the blockchain. That's the only difference, right? It's so exciting to see where it might go, especially with Pact and Kadena and you know, 
upgradability, especially when we you know get to this as up the further along with our standards and everything like that. It's it's going to be really exciting to see just how it you know how it all grows, and it's also awesome that you guys are you know being a platform to facilitate that and start you know exploring the, that whole side of it. Exactly. Did you uh did you have any golden gnomes or any Santa hats in a uh, RuneScape by chance? Sadly, no. I was uh, <laughs> not, not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I fully get it. I come from the whole world too of like item shops and like eBay items and like people like RuneScape gold is like one of those stable currencies that just always have a fixed value on like any form you're on. So yeah, bro, we're deep in the game in trenches as well. We fully get it. Like I, I could talk about this for hours, but yeah, we, we can deal. Oh, I almost forgot. We're, we're doing a giveaway as well. So if anybody wants to go to the uh, pinned tweet up there, uh, we're giving away some whitelists for both projects. So, you know, go do that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, you, we'll give away two on the call, right? And then... Yep. Then we run a giveaway free call as well. Yep. All right. Yeah. And so you guys can actually go and uh, scroll. It might be even pinned uh, to our page. So if you guys want to scroll to that as well, you know, have double chances. Nice. Nice. Let me see. Oh, yeah. It's right here. Let me pin it to the spaces call. All right. Yeah, we actually just got a fresh batch of whitelist vouchers. So that getting uh, getting your claim of whitelist for the IDOs is super easy. Uh, we just sent out a few this morning. You basically get, have this unique ID. Um, you head over to the KD launch page, uh, and there's a claim whitelist section. So you enter your voucher into that, and then it just tells you if you're whitelisted. It tells you if you need a KYC before you whitelist. So very, very straightforward and seamless experience. Uh, it, shout out to KD Launch and the KDL team for implementing this so we don't have to worry about spreadsheets of whitelist addresses. I like <laughs> that. That is, is, yeah, no, that's simple and cool. That's a nice yeah, way to do yeah. it. Yeah, everyone, everyone we've sent the voucher to us said it's a very straightforward process. Uh, we also have a FAQ coming out today and a medium article that answers everyone's questions about IDO and links the uh, video for how to claim your whitelist if you earned one. So we want to make it as like easy and straightforward as possible. But again, if anyone has any questions, always DM, DM me on Twitter or DM us in Discord, open a ticket. We're in there basically 24-7. We also have, uh, I see Philos in the crowd. He's our Telegram mod great guy always answering questions in telegram um so always feel free to reach out to us there as well that's heck yeah so uh what's i know we talked about a lot so the next so the next step for you guys's project is the ido right and then yeah will you uh immediately be able to start playing to playing and earning or is there going to be a space in between that yeah, so we're going to have a buffer, I would say, uh, a month or so, just so we polish everything. Uh, we're going to completely revamp the games we have on our arcade now. So Tetris, Snake, Pong, Asteroids are going to have a full re revamp. Uh, we'll release those, and then we will onboard beta testers for Super Bowl, uh, hopefully at the end of September. Um, have a third-party team audit it make sure there's no exploits uh and gear up for a launch in q4 and then i think the most immediate uh thing post launch is the airdrop of the rubber hose uh inspired bowls for ido participants so if you guys don't know the rubber rubber hose style cartoons it's like cuphead um and like 30 style cartoons so if you want to just like google we'll, we'll have a sneak peek within a week of the bulls that we're going to be airdropping to our ideal participants so that's probably the most immediate uh post ido update i think there is unless i'm missing something patrick let me know uh no i think i i mean 
everything sounds good so far. Like these calls can like, it's all freestyle. Like there's no script or nothing. We just have fun and just kind of talk about everything and all of our projects and things. So um, I don't think you miss anything, but if we, if we did and you have questions, feel free to like request to speak or shoot a message in our discord. We're always in there as Cody or Alaf mentioned. Um, but yeah, I think you've covered most of the things that I, I talked about or I had in mind. You guys are making me jealous that I uh, won't be able to participate in this IDO. I love the uh, that that style of art and yeah, Cuphead was a legendary I'm, game. I'm really, really excited to get those out to the people. Uh, but they will be immediately tradable on the marketplace. So how much paper, are? Go ahead. Uh, how much? How many uh, of the? Uh, I don't even remember what style of art you said that was. Rubber hose. Rubber hose. Rubber hose. <laughs> I had yeah. to Google it as well and act like I knew what we were talking about. I'm not lie. <laughs> uh, how many of those are going to be airdropped? So they'll be airdropped to uh, IDO participants. Not every IDO participant. Uh, you're going to have to, I think your minimum allocation will have to be 175 KDA to be eligible for the airdrop. So max allocation is 350 KDA per IDO participant. So if you allocate half, then you will be eligible for the airdrop. Perfect. That's cool. Yeah, yeah we're excited. excited. And then uh, just a quick additive, um, those rubber hose NFTs are also eligible for the coin op treasury as well. So if you hold a rubber hose NFT from either participating in the IDO or sniping one off the marketplace, you'll also have a stake in the coin op treasury. Uh, what is their rarity going to be? Are they going to be supers, legendaries, rare? Oh, uh, yeah, we, we haven't spoken about the rarity yet. It's tough to say because we haven't generated the collection yet because we don't True. know how many people will. Uh, be eligible for the airdrop so post ido uh post airdrop will have all that information on the marketplace and in everyone's wallets yeah that's exciting like we have an idea but we can't you know obviously we can't say because each time someone comes on that that percentage changes and we don't want to offer like a rounding point like rarity chart like that's just not in anyone's favor like your percent changes each time someone else accepts one and we just we're, we're waiting till the waiting till everything's good to go and then at the end we'll generate and we'll have a number no that makes sense that's probably smart to do and you know not have to backtrack on anything you say yeah what about uh with the otters man you guys have your rarity chart ready for your launch? Uh, not yet. We're still adding a few last traits. Uh, we have enough for our baseline, but we want yeah. to, you know, make sure that we have uh, a, a healthy balance. And so we have about uh, probably 10 or 20 traits left to go. And then we'll start working on that stuff. And yeah, so not quite yet, nice. but. Can you, uh, can you alpha some of the rare traits? Because I know you've sneak peeked a few otters. Um, I don't even think I could do that yet. Oh, man. I apologize. I respect oh, it. I respect good. it. Oh, good. <laughs> I was looking for some alpha, like, the, you know, the bubblegum alpha, bubblegum trade. Yeah, really I mean, cool to have. all I can all I could kind of say is that uh, we're definitely referencing a lot of other collections. So, um, you know, definitely going to probably be looking for the iced outs. You know, iced out otters will probably going to be a big one. Uh, nice. You know, just, uh, you know, a lot of the classics, like we're going to have laser eyes, which, you know, obviously is usually is rare. Uh, just yeah. different stuff like that. But yeah. yeah. Nice. I'm looking forward to getting my hands on one. <laughs> um, yo, Olaf, do you want to give some alpha regarding what we discussed today for the IDO? The, um, the spaces alternative or do you want to oh oh yeah i mean um so we kind of i mean it's been very very or like this is rough rough idea but it'd be good to just get everyone's opinions on it so we want to host 
a not a spaces, but we kind of want to host during the IDO like a Twitch gameathon uh, where we play various games, whether it's like Super Smash Bros. Um, Smash Cards, you know, it could be Warzone, whatever the community really votes on. Uh, and we just kind of want to host that gameathon when the IDO starts. So we uh yeah we have a we have a ps5 we have a nintendo 64 we have a switch we have a 39 we, all, man. We, we can go we can go in on pretty much any game that someone wants to see um i i mean i can even play some counter-strike deathmatch i don't care i'll show <laughs> diablo uh yeah yeah nah I, i'm not pvping much these get, days get riley in there stream some runescape like <laughs> let's do it it'll let's be do a it. community event that's kind of what yeah, we're shooting just, for we're a community event where you just all play the games that we love uh we just stream it on twitch it's so, actually funny i i started my uh social media career uh mostly with streaming uh runescape on twitch so it's funny really? that, there you yeah. go <laughs> there you go yeah i mean it's, right. we feel like it it fits our uh just fits who we are so you know we as much as we love spaces calls like it's funner to play games <laughs> yeah it's, it's more fun to play games you can like it's the same interaction you can like shoot the shit a bit more and just i don't know it just it's much more personable you know like you see what yeah. people are doing like yeah you, you know it's just it's... Chat for AMA. you know that would that would be a fun way to do an ama uh you know do it on twitch and just you know, play something together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, any any games that that you yeah. want that are online so we're, and yeah, just, we're, we're still like, playing and talking. We're still smoothing out the edges and getting everything kind of in set in stone there. So we'll probably have an announcement closer to IDO. Um, but yeah, we kind of just want to have like an IDO gameathon. That's really it's all fun. Till uh, a loft rage quits mid IDO. <laughs> Hey man, if I get stream sniped or something in the, in one of these, you know, multiplayer games, I'm rage quitting. Absolutely. They're going to hit you with the VPN server exploit <laughs> where uh getting like the, the weaker servers for VPN. Oh man, that would suck. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh I think that's just look out for something and then look out for the fact uh that should be coming out today, medium article answering most questions that people have had these like past couple of weeks we kind of crowdsource it shout out to estes our community manager in the crowd he kind of went around and asked people uh what questions they have about ido so we just took all of that consolidated it put it into a medium article for everyone um uh so i think that covers everything we should probably announce those winners now yeah Let's do it. All right. How do I do this? Do you want to announce the winners so make sure there's no bias? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm actually away from my computer today. So let's ensure that we can do Twitter picker on a phone. All right. But if not, I might be able to guide you guys through it. <laughs> yeah. Use Twitter picker. Uh, let me see if I can get that up on my laptop too. I can use that for the three and then we can pick two out of the crowd here. Uh yeah. Or use, um how do you usually Twitter do picker it? Twitter picker for both? Yeah, and then you can redraw if they're not in the uh in the crowd and there's a pretty simple little redraw function with it. Alright. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> Get this going here. Yeah, I, I've always kind of had an idea for a really interesting way to do a, you know, an MMORPG similar to wow or runescape and i you know involve it on the blockchain and solve some of the kind of issues with uh when you get an item say you get an item drop from a monster uh you know you want it to register on the blockchain quickly you want to be able to do you know use it you don't want to have to wait for it to register into a transaction and so i i <laughs> sometimes i think that when uh i'm retired on a beautiful island from <laughs> you know all my, my yacht club nfts i'll be <laughs> i'll be you know grouping up a team to develop something and do it that's that's one of my uh 
my dreams. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so funny you say that because I was telling these guys the other day, I'm like, it's so funny that I can kind of like go back to four or five years ago where on various forums, I was like kind of like talking with friends about ideas because uh, for us, we dealt with a lot of issues with like duping of items. So like somebody essentially would like make unlimited amounts of an item. And Blizzard's response at the time was assigning each item an item ID. And if those two IDs clashed, then both versions would disappear. But an idea that, I mean, if the blockchain was around back then, a better alternative to that would have just been able to generate that on the blockchain. And then it has all the history right there of the traded items, because the only way that we track good items now on Diablo 2 is because it was just way before of its time. You kind of have to get items from good users with their history. And that history can be changed because it's just a text file, you know? But uh, yeah, man, I, I feel you completely. So we can talk in DMs because I've, I've had very similar interests and ideas re- regarding that too, man. I uh, It's my fever dream. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I also think it'd be really fun to, uh, you know, have it be backed by mining. And since I'm in the whole mining space, it'd be cool to, you know, just like imagine, imagine wow or runescape or diablo and the currency is just kadena and you tie the drop rates and economy growth the inflation uh to the hash rate that you're getting in the kda that's coming in and then you know it won't drop or mint any items or gold over the rate that you're mining it and i think it'd be fun a cool way to you know create a lot of value because you know it just will be cool but <laughs> maybe one day maybe one day for now i gotta focus on the yacht club (laughs) absolutely one step at a time that's we're in the same boat we're like we can't get too far ahead of ourselves but same vision for sure yeah i think there's so much potential with just everything to do with nfts and gaming and gaming is such a huge huge massive market that there's just you know it's all all in due time Yep. We uh we had another discussion earlier today. We can't release that alpha quite yet, but it's uh, <laughs> just so universal, man. We can just have so much fun with it in so many different ways and we're so excited. No, I think it's going to be awesome and it's just like you said it's fun. It'll build a community. It'll attract like-minded people. It's it's going to be awesome. Bear with me. I'm drawing the the first set of winners here. You you are right over there. Real quiet for like 10 minutes. My I'm bad. Concerned. My bad. I'm drawing drawing the full spend three free mints or three whitelists for Uh, three. Let me let me double check. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I drew three winners. This is the three full spend winners. Yeah. So let's do. Oh, we said we'd give away a free mint during this space. Well, we'll add a free mint. Uh, the un the unspoken free mint. So for the three uh whitelist, just do the three, and you know they'll get a whitelist for both projects if you're down. And then for the the drawing for the active in the space, if you want to just add another person onto that, and we'll right. give away a free mint. Perfect. Okay, so three whitelist winners. Or if you wanted to do six, and you know. Do yeah, I'll do that. One I'll for each. That. I'll do three full spend yacht club winners. And then three. And then cool. Three. Spread out the the joys of exactly. winning. Exactly. <laughs> so if someone wins a whitelist and they already have a whitelist for full spend yacht club, do they have double whitelist or do they give that gifted to a friend? How does it work? Gifted to a friend, so we don't have double whitelist. Right. Yeah, we just we we used to. However, uh, we just wanted to make sure everything was fair, and you know, we didn't want to give too many advantages to anybody or do any uh, big discounts or anything like that. Just because uh, a lot of our stuff is based on what we're going to raise. So when we mint out and start developing our full scale data center, uh, it's going to you know help to. It, it just all adds up to ensure that uh, we're the maximum profitable, like we have the most profitability that we can. Uh, when you start getting too too small in the stuff, you you know the cost of the infrastructure starts to sl- you know lower the APY and the percent of infrastructure out of the total. Right. And so. Right. Yeah. And can you just like um, 
give me like a brief rundown of how, because I know there's multiple mining projects in Kadena. Like, what's the differentiating factor of each one? Yeah. Yeah. So I can, I'll speak for myself. Our our project performance. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, one of the major things that makes us different from other projects is our focus. So, our focus has been uh, putting as close to 100% of mint funds into generating hash power for our NFT holders to rent and own. And so, uh, we're with our overclocking and immersion mining. Uh, we're looking at anywhere from about 1.1 terahash to uh, 1.35 terahash uh, per NFT. And so we are the most profitable per dollar spent mining project that I've seen so far. And so uh, we don't do any, you know, big giveaways with mint funds or you know anything crazy. We're just uh, building our own data center because it's more profitable long term, and then you know doing immersion mining to boost up the hash rate we can give to people, and just trying to keep it as simple as possible. Uh, our development's taking a little bit longer just because we've been, you know, having to, you know, stay stay as small as possible and not surpass about ten percent of mint funds going into development. So, yeah, we're gonna have about ninety percent of our mint go into uh, mining. And so I think that that's the simplest way to uh, differentiate us. I think our art also adds a little bit of a layer of, you know, I think we have the most relatable uh, character. And and also I should say that this doesn't mean that there's anything bad with how other projects are doing it. You know, everything has its ups and downs and, you know, we don't have fun different things but other projects do and so you know you get you get a different flavor with each mining project and the more mining projects we have the more decentralized and the more that the baseline goal of all of these projects is going to be achieved thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was the arcade ama hosted by the full spend yacht club recorded on wednesday august 17th 2022 for TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my luck Oh, lighten up, dog. It could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss-up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress, yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble
Terror Spaces.